Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I am your host, Felix Mallorca. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we're here live at the Local Hub Studios, as always, uh, Escondido's premier co-working space. Dude, I freaking <laughs> nailed that. All right. Um, so today I'm sitting... Wait, do I have anything else to say? Today I'm sitting with two amazing people. They are a beautiful couple. Um, this is Annalie and Francis. So, thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Wait, I, that was bad. Hello, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I'm really nervous, so I'm just going to put it out there. I want everybody to know this is my first podcast, but hi, everybody. My name is Annalie. And I'm Francis. Francis of BTS Media. Yep. I'm yeah. used to being the one who's hosting the podcast, so this will be different for me. Where, where can they find your podcast? Uh, just type in BTS space TV space media on YouTube and you'll find the channel. Sweet. Um, once again, I want to thank everyone for showing me all the love, uh, all the support. I've got a couple haters out there, but that's all, it's all good. You don't have your own podcast and that's cool. The haters um, make you stronger, bro. The haters make me stronger. They make me cry, but then they make me stronger. Um, anyway, um, today we're going to talk about relationships so last time i had my friend jessica on here um and she talked about her relationship but i kind of wanted a kind of a perspective of both people um i spoke with anna lee excuse me sorry that was my june shine hard kombucha the mid midnight painkiller what are you drinking francis was it acai berry said it wrong but that's okay um <laughs> how do you say it acai, acai. Yeah. what are you drinking I'm drinking also Midnight Painkiller. Sweet. Uh, June Shine sponsor us. That's it. Um, Annalie spoke to me and said, I want to I talk about my relationship uh, with my husband because they're married. Um, check out The Rock on that finger. Um, so <laughs> before we get into all that fun stuff, I want to... Annalie, I met you first. You did, yes. Um, how, <laughs> how did we meet? Let me see if you remember. Um, so we actually met at Tanya and Julio's wedding. Shout out to Tanya and Julio. Yeah, shout out to Tanya and Julio. Beautiful wedding. Um, I remember you actually. I think I forget who introduced us. I want to think. I want to say. I was with Sabrina. Was it Pierce? And Do you know Pierce? No. Oh, Manny. Uh, Manny. Man, yeah, it was Sabrina. I was with Sabrina, Melissa, and Manny. Yeah. Yeah, because that's who I went with. And you guys were all friends. And I didn't know you because I, you guys all met in Cal oh, State, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, we just, I walked in, we sat down, and you were sitting behind me. And you're like, oh, this is my friend Felix. And so, yeah. And then you asked me. Um, I really, actually, I think I... I forget. You forgot. asked me a question, and then you were super amazed by it, and I think that's how I became one of your favorite people. So, <laughs> so the way the way it went is, uh, I was sitting behind you, and then I think everyone was kind of talking, and no one introduced me, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, I'm Felix," and they were like, "Oh, what's up? I'm Sabrina. I'm Annalie," and then I was like, "Sabrina, are you? Do you have a boyfriend? Or are you married?" And she was like, "Oh no, I'm not married." And I was like, "What about you, Annalie?" And you were like. Yeah, I am married. I was like, oh, cool. When did you get married? And you were like, oh, I, in February, I think, or whenever. November. November. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, cool. Who'd you marry? 
<laughs> and you were like, uh, my, my husband. husband. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then I always like to throw in those curveballs to like feel people's uh, energy. And yours was very much like, what the, what kind of question is that? <laughs> um, so that was, that was really funny. But something that actually stuck out to me and I think it made the most impact <clears throat> impact on on me was that I was like, what's your favorite? We kind of started where it was a like cocktail hour and yeah. um, we're getting some like hot dogs or what, the little weenie things. Yeah. Whatever. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> this is why people hate the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I was like, so what's your favorite part about being married? And she was like, I just... And she like sat there and like thought about it. And she was like, I think um, just waking up to that person like every single day, that same person and just like being so in love with them. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't, I was like, dude, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Now, let's go back to Tanya and Julio. After like <laughs> two, three weeks, I asked, I asked my friend Tanya, hey, what do you like being about? What, what you know, what's, what's it like being married? And she was like, I don't know. It's like the same thing, but we just sleep in the same bed. <laughs> so when someone can actually like talk about their partner and, and be like so enamored by them, I was just kind of like, whoa. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's what kept the ball rolling. Yeah. But um, Frankie, how did I meet you? Uh, we had a double date in Little Italy, <laughs> actually. Um, Who? <laughs> are you sure that was me <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah we, we double we, dated we, is that when we ate at ironside is that where we yeah ironside a little yeah. bit closer a little bit closer to the mic yeah closer to the mic oh closer to the mic. oh i'm sorry there you go um beautiful yeah we, we had a double date in little italy and you're a jokester right off the bat and i love those kind of personalities and we clicked so yeah for those of you that, that uh don't personally know me i'm a pretty good guy um <laughs> i'm just kidding um yeah but i think something that really stuck out to me was like i i obviously i shoot weddings and i see everyone like while just on that day where they're just so like they're so in love on that day um but then afterwards i'm always like well what's it like after like i never really know what it's like after but seeing you guys i think it's like this is what it's like after when you're happy <laughs> um uh, what you have you been married for a year now or a little bit le less than yeah. a year well we we did the court marriage in april of last year um so yeah and we've been living together for that long so over a year as far as living together in the court marriage okay so yeah that's safe to say um yeah. in your first year i've i've always heard and i've every speech at every wedding is like the first year is going to be your toughest then the first year is going to be when when you're really tested um so i mean my first question for you guys is what what has been challenging what has been fun and what have you learned your first year of being married i'll let ladies go first there you go okay. beautiful see dude <laughs> what a gentleman dude thank you for your service oh. um i i okay so this is actually a it has a lot of depth you could say this question because i feel like since we've moved in we've gone through a lot um i mean we our first time moving in together we've never lived together it was super traditional my parents didn't let me move out with the guy until i had a ring on my finger and you know um 
So that was different. Um, we bought a house. So I feel like all within the year of us being together, moving in together for the first time and living together, and then um, going through actually preparing for the wedding day, that was pretty stressful. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's such a big day. And also still being a student and... Francis is in the military, so he had a long working hours. And yeah, all of that was a lot of stress, I could say. But throughout all of that chaos, it was still fun and exciting because it was all kind of happening all at once. And that's why I answered the question in that way, because I was, even though it's stressful like i get so excited to just you know wake up to him and go to sleep next to him and all of that so i don't i don't really think it's that bad being married <laughs> i sure <laughs> yeah hope it i don't think it's that bad it's it's really fun especially when you're doing it with somebody that is it's easy and also super helpful and it's not it's like a partnership you know it's not just right. one person or the other so what about you can, can, can you kind of rephrase that? I want to get more specific. Like, you want more specific. Um, let me cut it then. Uh, what What are some lessons that you've learned? Because I think Annalie kind of touched on, mm. that's how you, obviously you feel, right? It's been fun. and mm -hmm. she's, He's like, mm, I mean, no, I it's, it's, um, yeah, So yes. what, what are some things that you've learned in this first year of marriage, whether it's personally or because the reason I'm asking this is because I'm a very selfish person and that's probably one of my biggest downfalls in relationships is that I get caught up in what I'm doing, especially because I work for myself, entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> and I get caught up in like my world and I'm so worried about self starter. Yeah. Self taught. Yeah. Self starter. Um, self taught self starter. <laughs> and I get so caught up in what I'm doing that. And in my mind, it's like, well, I'm trying to build a future for myself and someone else. But then I lose sight of that and I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm working on the weekends. I'm like, no, I can't hang out because I have to work and all this stuff. So I'm asking you guys, like, what have you learned that you, I guess, personally and as a couple in your first year of like marriage? Managing expectations is, is really what it comes down to. Because even though you're marrying and for me, even though we're married and we're joining our lives together, you, it's take, it takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, but you still you can't lose who you are because I married Annalie for who she was before we got married. I don't want her to just completely lose herself and, and tend to me. And I, I'm sure she doesn't want me to lose who I am just to make amends with her. Like we still got to have our own kind of, personality um so i think managing expectations is big because like just like you like i'm very entrepreneurial in what i want to pursue and what i am pursuing and she you know the expectation is that she gives me the time to do that um so if that expectation wasn't there then um i'm sure there would be some frustrations but i i think the the biggest lesson is is being selfish it, it sounds contra contradictive but you have to be selfish to be with somebody else because how can you take care of somebody else if you can't take care of yourself is the way i see it like for me i have my own things that are therapeutic for me 
like, you know, different activities that I like to do. Um, and so does she. So you got to feed yourself first before you could feed into the relationship. Because if you go into the relationship already losing yourself, then who are you, you know? Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of been my lesson so far. But also, it's it's not perfect. Like, we bicker, we fight. Um, yeah, I've seen it. It's and- really funny. <laughs> and I always go, get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <dude>. Savage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and and I think as far as, as that goes, it's like, it doesn't matter in my, just from my opinion, it doesn't matter who you're going to be with. You're going to argue. But it's how, it's, it's how you get through that. Um, and is maybe it's not going to be the cleanest or maybe it's not going to be picture perfect like in the movies, but are you willing to go through that with that person? Um, I think that's what makes a great relationship is that we've been through so much being in the military and um, all the the, the curveballs we've gotten thrown at us from the beginning of our relationship. It wasn't easy, um, but sticking it out now, I can't describe my love for her now because of everything we've been through. If you would have asked me beginning, maybe our first year or two in, it would have been a very superficial answer of why I was able to stay with her and be with her for that long because it was a honeymoon phase. But I don't think you really know that you love somebody until you go through all the BS with them and you're able to stick it through. And now I have a connection with her that I don't, that I can't, explain or that i don't share with anybody else it's just inexplainable but you have to go through those tough times and if you haven't been through those tough times um then i I think that um the relationship has to go through that in order for you to kind of really understand that what that other person is like under pressure well i'm a piece (laughs) of shit human um (laughs) Wow, that was, that was amazing, dude. So, Annalie, I have a question for you. Uh, what's it like dating someone? First of all, big shout out to my brother, Carlos. Um, he got deployed. He's in um, somewhere in the Middle East right now because he has to be quarantined. And then they're going to put him on another on a boat to also be quarantined. And he's just like sitting there by himself. So big shout out. Um, that being said, what's it like dating or like marrying someone in the military? Uh, were you ever deployed? While you guys were together, what what was that like? Like, what did you? Let me be more specific. What did? How was it being so far away from someone that you're kind of a part of? Yeah, um, it's a good question. So I know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, so let me go back, like way back, because uh, Francis and I have been together for eight years now, and we first started dating in high school before he joined the military. So that was different because I know there are people who meet military men or women and they kind of just kind of get thrown into it. So I think what helped us is he joined when we were both in a growing up phase. So it was hard, but the space that was forced onto us as a couple was needed. And I always say this to anybody who asks me, like, how did you guys manage to stay together for so long? Or how do you guys not lose yourselves as a couple? And I think because 
I was able to focus on myself while he was away and he was able to focus on himself each time because he's been we've been split up three times um six months each time and it was like i said it was needed because each of us would come back to one another a better person and i never once doubted that i was gonna lose love for him or that i chose the wrong person to be with because he was going to change because I think the reason why we both started seeing each other and like talking to each other is that we valued a lot of the same things and so that's kind of always been our foundation and so yeah it was I wouldn't really say it was that hard I think about it now because (laughs) I think about it now and I'm like no yeah it wasn't that bad but definitely during the time where we were split up it was tough and there are a lot of nights where i would cry and um i would even be scared because there was one time he went out on the ship and we didn't or was it texas i forget but he went out one of the deployments and we didn't know if he was going to come back because he didn't know if he was going to be stationed in san diego again and i was obviously a student at the time and so i didn't I couldn't go with him and still living at home. And so that was always super stressful. Yeah. And hard. Um, But yeah. How did it affect you, Frankie? It was tough because I was, I had no support system with me. Um, So, you know, I had to make my own support system while I was out either on deployment or in some sort of training. Um, I had to find my own friends and um, kind of just distract myself and just, get creative with communication. She would send me care packages and I would open this little box and this whole box would be decorated and she put all my favorite little goodies in there and we would Skype or, um, you know, schedule calls and just stay in communication with each other digitally. Um, but that that's what we had to do. And it just took being committed and me telling all my friends when I was on deployment or training, like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. You know, and then kind of telling them about her and then your military friends would share, you know, their girlfriends or boyfriends like experiences with you. And it kind of feels like that you get to know the other person's um, significant other. Um, So by the time like that you introduce, I introduce my friends to them. It's like, whoa, that's so cool. Like, but yeah, it, it takes a lot of creativity and understanding your partner's love language and trying to fulfill that as best you can um while you're away from them damn dude this is this is some hard-hitting stuff i was recently telling someone about how we would in high school we would drive in my truck and listen to walk a flock of flame and just like all like all the way up and would like scream out the window and like just do really stupid stuff and like do the what's it called the chinese fire drill oh yeah so if you don't know what that is it's at a red light you like you pretty much get out of the car and switch seats um oh my mom's listening to this (laughs) i mean nothing anyway sorry mom yeah sorry mom so yeah when i was in high school we would just do some dumb shit and we were like we're like the typical like high school football players like thinking we're like hot shit and stuff yeah um did you guys experience that like because you started dating in high school, right? Yeah. So how do you, because I'm always so skeptical when people are like, oh, we're high school sweethearts. And I'm just like, 
what that's nasty um <laughs> what what's it like growing up with somebody and do you actually grow up because guys obviously were morons and girls not that much um well some and uh <laughs> Yeah, what's it like, like growing up with someone, and then you know what I mean, <laughs> just just getting out of that like phase of being stupid and trying to mature. Um, I'll go first this time. So I, I think that we had to go through the phases during the periods of separation, and also even when I was back home, I was stationed, and I wouldn't see her Monday through Friday, and maybe I'd see her once or twice a week. So she still got to live her own life. It was just us having that space and having your friend groups. She would still party, you know. She was in college, and I, that was cool with me. Like, I understood that. And I would go out and hang out with my military friends, and we would drink or do whatever and just be dumb. So um, I, I th- we still got to experience that. It's not that that experience was completely not there but as far as like being single and playing around, yeah, we didn't do that. But we were still able to, at least, I don't know, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the truth comes out on, on the podcast. On this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would, I would say we, we still had our fun. I think because I joined the military, it forced me to grow up a little bit quicker. And I didn't have the same kind of college or kind of carefree experience that um i wish i had but i still had it and i still plan to have it when i get out next year so mic drop (laughs) okay (laughs) that's him preparing me (laughs) he's like watch out i know you're up (laughs) go ahead oh sorry yeah um yeah i mean i think francis said a lot of it so um if, if you don't he, answer, no, it's fine. no, 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 no. I want to answer. I'm just like trying to not sound dumb, you know, when you say um and like and yeah, I all do that, that stuff. All the time, though, so, so I'm trying to be, you know, cautious with my words. Formal. Yes. Why? I don't know. <laughs> well, it just, doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. Because someone's, someone's going to be like. It's just because I'm nervous, and yeah. also because there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be like, "Oh my god, she sounds stupid." Yeah, she said um a lot. She said like a lot. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold. Remember the question. Hold that. <laughs> For those of you that are like, I would have done this, I would have done that, do it. <laughs> Start your own podcast, dude. I've been getting, like, it's not even hate so much. I'd rather get hate than, like, people say, oh, um, I thought it was a little flow in the beginning. And then, hey, there's a little 15 second, 30 second button. Push it. <laughs> if you don't like it, stop listening, dude. Like, ugh. I got, I got this one person, and I'm totally getting off track, but I got this one person that was like, uh, I I mean they texted they texted a friend that was on the podcast and they were like, um, topics were a little slow. You were on this topic a little too much. Like they literally went like like nitpicking it, nitpicking no. it, and it's like and then at the end Why? he was like he was like, oh, and I hope you're listening, guy. I don't even know who you are, but he was like, <laughs> speaking of mental health, I'm like <laughs> targeting people. <laughs> um, uh, no, he was like, I've wanted to start my own podcast and just kind of do this and this. Then start it, dude. Like, what are you comparing, and this even goes, like, in life, like, what are you comparing someone else's work or someone else to? Like, who are you to be, like, and again, I'm going to talk about Joe Rogan. If Joe Rogan was like, yeah, man, maybe change this up, I'd be like, okay, because you know, he knows what he's talking about. Frankie has told me, like, because he's in marketing, and, I mean, obviously, I do the same thing. And he's like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And I'm like, oh, man, you're right. He's not like, well, this wouldn't work because, like, he gives other ideas, and, like, that's dope. 
because he does that. Yeah. You don't have a podcast, you don't talk. <laughs> anyway. You gotta contribute. You can't. Gotta contribute. Anyway, go ahead. Thank you for. <laughs> I'm hot, dude. Yeah, thanks for backing me up there. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um. So don't come in, at Annalie. <laughs> go. Go for it. Uh, yeah, take it easy on me, everyone. It's my first one, and then I am nervous. Exactly. Um, I was gonna say that Francis said he like we let each other kind of have that freedom so i was still dumb and i i went to college so i went to college parties and i used fake ids and you know what i mean <laughs> sorry I would, mom I sorry mom never, and dad <laughs> yeah. um and i you know i did my fair share of drugs so and i think through all of all of that francis never judged me and i've never really judged him when he like wants to have a night out with his boys or um i never felt like he would do me dirty so i trusted him when he would go out and i'm sure he trusts me so yeah it was yeah and and also understanding that we're both young like we were both young you know what i mean so i was 15 and he was 17 when we first started dating or yeah so we were young we were really young and so we both understood that (laughs) um and made sure that we gave each other the space that we needed and i also wanted to add something and i forgot it was shoot i'm sorry i know it's okay it was um it's my fault dude i I know i got hot I'm sorry. That's okay. If yeah. you if you think about it, just come back to it. Growing up together. Um, were there ever t- like temptations? Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, I went to college. You know yeah. what I mean. Some sexy Definitely. Boys there. Yeah. there was ten t- temptations, um, but How I you would. Get past that? I would. Yeah, I never. I never. Well, one, I, my dad and my mom both raised me to be a good child. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Um, people make mistakes but i always made sure that i never disrespected francis so what about you francis obviously you were in the military and you see all those overseas beauties um (laughs) i mean yeah same thing you hear a lot of military guys cheating on their significant others but i just had to fight that and surround myself i mean it's like i really liked her and i didn't want to lose her so and i'm not stupid enough to 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 shit where i eat so, like, why, why would I put myself in a situation where I know that I can get caught? Because I know what goes around is eventually gonna bite me back in the ass. So I didn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't worth it. Snap. Um, but yeah, temptations are always there. But it's just now that we're together, it's like seeing all the fruits of that, like come, come, like start to produce and it's 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 worth it like we're st- we're still i would still consider this like our first year in marriage like i'd say the first two years like is rough first three years first three years yeah because yeah, it's just things happening back to back to back and it just feels like you you don't get a break and it's not necessarily with us it's just like with family too yeah. yeah we're still developing getting our careers on track and um it's just a lot going on i mean not to, not to get too off track with that 
But I'm, but there's also temptations of like you know going all in in my career and losing my face and grinding and s- sweating that off. But then there's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. Do. I feel and you sometimes I want to do that, but because I'm married, you know, I have to be respectful of giving my time the wife she deserves and the time that she needs and communicating that. So um, what we do is we have a shared calendar and we put things on that calendar and we check that calendar before we start scheduling other things as well. That was my next question. Yeah. How do you guys manage time? But Annalie, no, it's all good. Yeah, I remember. Annalie remembered what she was going to say I before. feel like this is probably so off topic now because we've moved it's on fine. from the question. Matter. But I did want to say that you asked about because he mentioned the military, he felt like he had to grow up pretty quickly in the military. Um, I also, dating an older man, felt growing up that I had to grow up quicker than usual. Um, So yeah, and I think both of us have felt that way our entire relationship. And it's not a bad thing. I I don't see it as a bad thing. It doesn't bother me. I don't feel like I lost a part of my life that everybody's like, oh yeah, have fun in your twenties and like, do you? Yeah, and that's all, that's what I've heard. Yeah. And, and I just feel like that's so cliche to say because one, everybody goes through their own journey. That's cliche to say, but yeah. everybody, you know, everybody sure. do you, like if you want to get married young, get married young. And if you don't, you don't. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did you want to add something or chilling? Okay. Uh, Annalie actually pitched me. She didn't have to, but she pitched me, just like <laughs> my friend Jessica did. If you haven't heard that episode, find it. Uh, I think it's episode seven or something. Anyway, um, you wanted to talk about love languages, right? Yeah. So, we talked about love languages last time, and it was a little like, I don't know if convoluted is the word, but I've heard that word being used sometimes like this, and I want to sound smart. So, it was a little convoluted. Uh, <laughs> damn it. It was lost in translation. Let's say that. Because Jessica and I did, didn't really know. I had done it one time with someone that I was kind of dating. And uh, I didn't know too much about it. And she was just kind of like, oh, I don't really remember it. But um, do you do you like know all the love languages and all that crap? Oh, yeah. Okay. So what are the, like, kind of explain love languages and just explain love languages right now. Okay. So... Like, I think your friend Jessica mentioned all of them, but I'll say it again. There is quality time, acts of service, physical touch, gifts, and words of affirmation. So right. those are the five. Um, what are yours? Mine are, I haven't done it in a really long time, but I don't think they, they change. They, they, change. they do change. And like, I think people forget about that. Yeah. Because um, we've, we've taken the test, I think, a couple times. And they've always been different. Quality time is always one of our top ones, both of ours. And I would say acts of service, but I feel like also physical touch, you know, so, so it's yeah. just kind of, it changes. Um, but I, cause I think people just take the test and they read about it and then they kind of like blow it off. Yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I actually read the book and I also read the military edition book. So damn, yeah. dude, <laughs> you're in this deep, huh? Well, That's just sick. because when he was out and and deployed, yeah. I there was there are different because I read it so long ago, so I don't really remember it off the top of my head. But there were just different things to do that the book said, like both of the books 
So like words of affirmation, it's kind of hard to do that when you guys are distant from each other. So like emailing one another and writing out a nice email for him to read, that's still words of affirmation. So doing stuff like that. So yeah. What what about you, Frankie? What are your love languages? Um, it's changed a few times. I have my own thoughts about that. I'll I'll share them. Share them. I, I think share that's what we're here about. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't you know. do? Oh my god! I, I, th- I read I th- two yeah. books. So <laughs> I think the book is. I think that concept is genius. But but one thing that I I wasn't a fan of is that you only have one or two top love languages and it kind of felt like the book was saying you have to speak those one or two top love languages to your partners right. at all times that's where it turns but, me off but I, I i i disagree with that because one day i could be feeling acts of service the next day i could be feeling words of affirmation and i can care less about acts of service like it, I, I feel like that but I, but i will agree that i'm like when it comes to gifts a lot of the time, I I don't really care about it. But then there are times where Annalie will, like, make something nice for me, or like surprise me with something. I'm like, oh wow, that was like she really put her time and effort into that, and I cared about that more than the gift itself. So it's kind of like a combination of access service and that. I mean, I'm not trying to get too deep, but I don't feel like it's it's black or white. Like I am this one, right. or I am these two. Yeah. I feel like it it changes. But I do notice that I appreciate a lot of acts of service. Um, words of affirmation was a big one for me a lot before. Maybe it's kind of not as much now. But and and like she's saying, when when we're in the you know when we're in deployed or you know when we're away from each other, we have to get creative with how we do things. I mean, there's so many different things like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sending each other special pictures to to, to keep the oh, no. to keep the. I mean, I would send her pictures. You would send me. Like when we have phone service, that's when we had to do right. it. Right. But even like honestly, like y'all oh, say, Dad, y'all y'all would say like, well, she instead of doing it digitally, actually, she would physically a Polaroid. A Polaroid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hell yeah. She would physically send the pictures and spray that's with beautiful. perfume and that's do beautiful. all this stuff and. <laughs> I would open that and I would be so excited because it's just like, whoa, like I all my stimulation on the ship is just so boring and monotonous the day to day. Every day, literally, we wake up and the first thing we do for the first 20 minutes of the day is we're sweeping and we're mopping. And we just did that the day before. So it's like there's nothing to sweep and mop. Right. But for those 20 minutes, every day you have to sweep oh. and mop. The day just gets so monotonous. So even just like getting those care packages where the hugest mail time was huge um so if you have a spouse or a friend that is deployed right now please send them anything they will get that and they feel so alone and they're gonna open it and it's gonna be the coolest even if you just send them a damn magazine of their favorite thing like if they love surfing send them a surfing magazine they'll appreciate that trust me and they'll remember that you sent them that and that somebody else that they thought was more important to them didn't send them something but when we would when I would open her emails it was literally like the highlight of my day and sometimes two or three days would pass by and there'd be no emails but then when these emails come in it would just be like makes it that much more special um, so yeah, it's just everything's intensified when you're in that kind of when you have that space away from each other, because 
when when you're together all the time, all day, every day, or most of the time, then it's just kind of like it's just kind of like eating the same Chick Fil A sandwich every day, you know. You're going through the motions. Yeah, you're kind of going through the motions. So we got to spice things up, and that's what you know. So that that kind of comes back to where we're at now, and we're kind of at a point where we're grinding our face off a lot. Um, to prepare for our next moves. Oh, like work-wise, grinding your face yeah. off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. we get caught up in that a lot, and she's very she's very good at, you know, reminding me of you know, hey babe, let's you know, let's have a date night, or um, I mean, and it, it honestly one of the things we like to do is we love our underbelly, our ramen spot, but the underbelly and the honey leather. Yeah. <laughs> so good, but, just sweating like I am right now. It's so beautiful. But, I mean, and things develop, and um, with the love languages, I wouldn't in, invest your whole relationship into that, but I think it's definitely a must-read, and it's something to consider. Love has no temperature. Yeah. Um, did you want to add more? I was going to add, um, yeah. I wanted to say that I think for us, to, um, when we take these tests or we read these surveys and articles we are like oh yeah like this is my love language or oh yeah this is how i feel and france and i were just talking about like yes you have to be selfish but also sacrifice in a relationship so sometimes there will be days where i feel kind of crappy and i don't feel like loving him and i don't want to do things for him but i remind myself that that's not that you know like that's not what it's about like I want to like if I'm really tired from a day of work and he's also tired and he's like dang I'm really hungry I was like okay well I'll make you dinner you know what I mean like I don't want to make dinner I'm tired but so is he and I know that if I was to cook him something nice he would you know feel good about it and so doing stuff like that like remembering that we have to love the other person and the way that they want to be loved even when we don't feel like doing it so yeah uh, i want to piggyback dolphin tail off of that one a little bit more yeah, tail. <laughs> um, no and I, I like what you're saying about like you know doing these quizzes or reading these books and there's a lot of good resources out there and i love reading um so i, I read a, a little a lot <laughs> a little a, a lot i read a lot um <laughs> But I think it's with anything, like, you can get lost and, you know, please listen to this podcast, please read your books, please take those quizzes, but, like, there's no secret to it. You're just going to have to learn as you go. It's just like anything. Like, how do you how do you get better at doing something and just do it? And I think that's the same thing with a relationship. But, you know, have have your your group of people that you look up to, and we have a few couples that, you know... Um, we, we look up to and we ask them questions and I think it's it's better than reading a book is when you have somebody that you have access to yeah, to ask them questions surrounding yeah ourselves, surrounding ourselves with people that also share the same values and like the same things that we do has also been super helpful making sure that we're not with crappy people yeah that's I mean that's what I've said before on this podcast is surround yourself around I guess people who uh, elevate you, not bring you down. Mm-hmm. And whether you're a couple or you're you're just a single person, um, that's definitely groups of friends can definitely affect you. I heard uh, this one Parker Wahlbeck 
this is, <laughs> I heard uh, he said he's some video dude, but um, he said if you hang out with five billionaires, you'll be the sixth billionaire. If you hang out with five idiots, you're gonna be the sixth idiot. If you hang out with five losers, you're gonna be the sixth loser because you're that's that mentality. Mentality and and I mean, and language is so uh infectious mm-hmm. it's like if you hang out with people that are like well i hate my life and nothing's going right it's like you're gonna feel the same way like oh right. you know what you're right my life sucks too but if you hang out with people that are like oh um i'm you know it's hard right now but it's gonna get better mm-hmm. or if you talk to them like hey this is really hard right now um and then they gas you up and they're like you know what's gonna get better because for me it happened and da 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 and we're elevating ourselves um, something I wanted to ask you guys, I spoke, Annalie, I spoke to you about this like a long time ago. Um, I have my dark times. I have my times where I can't get out of bed. Um, honestly, this weekend, I'm going to be super transparent this weekend. I was, I was, I felt extremely overwhelmed. I, I'm definitely overworking myself. And that's one of my biggest downfalls is like you were saying, I just, I grind my face off by myself, not with, some, not with anyone else. Um, I grind my face off and I'm just like. I have to take every single job that I can because da 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 da, you know. And then I find myself like, kind of like I'm carrying just a stack of books and I'm balancing them, and then those books fall down, and I'm like, wow, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything. Um, have you guys ever been hit with that? Just that dark time where you just want to sit in bed and and how do you cope with that yourself? Because like I said, everything's infectious. It's your vibe is very infectious. Um, Mm. how do you kind of go about that with your partner how do you make sure you're being selfish and kind of not falling into that but also being supportive with your partner that was a good one wow that's that's (laughs) a deep question so i mean we we've been there a lot before i feel like than where we are now i feel like maybe we are going through it i still have my moments because I get extremely exhausted with the, my Navy work, um, and it it's, it takes away so much energy for me. By the time I get home, I have other things to do. I sometimes just don't have the energy to do it because of, especially where work is at right now, with being in the in Navy medicine, in the middle of this pandemic, it's extremely taxing. Um, that's a whole nother podcast of of. <laughs> conversation to talk about but um we've been through i think deployment you've had your your fair share of going through some stuff with your family i think this is a question that you could definitely talk upon but for me i would say how to deal with that or how to manage that is first is understanding that for a dude it's it's tough because i want to problem solve like i love solving problems and i i i have to understand that if she's going through something sometimes it's so deep i can't solve that problem i can't pull i just have to be there for her and i have to listen to her and i have to understand it's easier said than done but i have to just understand that she's going through something and sometimes i just have to be an ear to listen um and i don't have to say anything but be there to emotionally support her and i think it's the same thing for girls to guys like if, if i'm going through something um it's the same thing, but I think she's maybe if she wants to share some personal experiences, she could have something that's a little bit more relatable to talk about. Um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of going off topic, but I definitely have had my very dark moments in life. Uh, more in college, it was 
when I was living on my own. Um, it was, I still remember, uh, in December of, I believe, when did you go to Texas? 2017, 2018? Um, I went through like a, phase of depression and he had just left for a training for six months super last minute um it was very kind of like all all was kind of happening all at once shit show yeah and um at the same time i had gone fired from my job um and I found out that my dad had cancer, like all at once. Oh <laughs> yeah. So, God, and like dude. I like failed classes and it was just like really dark. Yeah. And I just remember being so sad and like the only person that would understand me to make me feel better was Francis. And I didn't have him at the time. So I really kind of put on my big girl pants and it sucks because I wish that I had a more relatable story because I know that it's not easy to get out like be able to like kind of have that self-motivation when you're feeling in such a dark time um but I really just kind of reminded myself that I am the only person that's stopping myself from being better or from getting myself out of that. So I remember just like telling myself like, okay, I have to, um, like I have to pick myself up. Like nobody's gonna do it for me. My my dad can't, you know what I mean? Like I, Francis isn't here. Like I don't have friends that can do that for me. And not that I'm like, oh, boohoo. Like I didn't have the friends for it, but like I was away from my family, you know, like I, I really learned how to, kind of pick myself up all by myself which i'm thankful for now but at the time was really hard um and the reason i'm sharing that is because now when now that france and i are living together and we get in those not as dark times but we still have like our phases where we feel really crappy um i try to kind of let him have his space and let him kind of figure it out because like he said, it's not something that I can fix for him. So I try to just kind of like let him have his space and I remind him, hey, like you're a good person. You have people that love you and you have me. So if you ever need anything, like please let me know. What can I do to help? Um, So doing stuff like that and like giving him that love and support that he needs but kind of from far away just because i don't want to like overstep right um and he kind of does the same for me um so yeah i don't know if that kind of answers the question don't be time i mean yeah and i think i kind of saw you i don't know if this was just me but you were kind of it's weird when you talk about those times and frankie i'm gonna get to what you want to say but it's weird when you talk about those times because you almost get it's almost like a you start getting those flashbacks and you start feeling just kind of like, like when you were talking about it, like my chest just kind of tightened up yeah. because I know what it's like to kind of have one thing happen and then another thing happen. Yeah. And then, it, like I said, that metaphor that I use, just like the book starts stacking up and you have to like balance them out and stuff. Um, but I, it's, it's, we ourselves think that it's like a boohoo story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest problems we have is we don't think we, I like, I always thought, well, people have it worse than I do. 
Like your dad had cancer. Oh yeah. Like listening to that, I'm just like, uh, why am I, you know, why am I being a bitch? (laughs) Um, so I mean, people listening out there, like, don't think your problems are, are menial. Like if, if it affects you, it affects you. Um, but Frankie, if you want to piggyback off your, of what your wife said or dolphin tail, (laughs) (laughs) I'll dolphin butthole off that one. Okay. (laughs) Um, no, but I, I think now that we have each other and that we are together, I wouldn't say we have a dark time because we are together with yeah. with our with our significant other, um, and I think that it those times really produced is when we were away from each other. Like she said, I was away from her, but now that we are together, it's like even if you go through a tough time, it's like you always have that other person there. So if I forget to clean up around the house, you know, I could, you know, I'm sure she'll recognize that and she'll clean up around the house, vice versa. If she's feeling sick and she can't get out of bed, then, you know, that's my job too. So I think there's kind of that yin-yang effect too, where when you're with your significant other and you're living together with them, and I think it changes when you're married because you put a public commitment to that, you know, for, for sickness and in health, for better or for worse, that is a duty that we have to fulfill. And um, I, I feel like we, we live up to that every day that, you know, one of us goes through something. And um, since we have each other, I think it's a lot easier to get through those tougher times and get out of them quicker. Can I add something? Yeah, so go funny. for it. Because um, you, you mentioned how, um, like, we tend to have this, like, boohoo story like we think that oh somebody else has it worse than i do um i wanted to add that we i I mean at least i try to and so does francis but i definitely let myself soak in that sadness first yeah Yeah, so so and if i'm feeling crappy like francis will be like okay like that's fine like don't like he doesn't um say well why do you feel crappy like or that's the worst yeah, like, thing you can do or like it's yeah. not a big deal and like <laughs> i did that it's so funny that i say that because i did that yesterday he like got upset at me for something and i said it's not a big deal like i can go like you know yeah. i can fix it yeah um and right when i said it i just remember thinking like shit, oh, shit. like i shouldn't have said that language because man. it's yeah and he got even more upset because like well why won't you let me just like be upset about it and right. so i think that's another thing is like when we have our moments is that we remember that we let ourselves have those moments because it's normal and we're human and we're gonna get upset and we're gonna feel shitty and um it's not okay for us to try to like always like francis said like be like a problem fixer (laughs) yeah the right word but um yeah i i don't know i feel like i had more to say and i feel like i'm talking horrible (laughs) right now i'm so sorry i know (laughs) um but yeah i wanted to just say like communication is huge like if i'm feeling shitty i'll tell francis i i just don't want to talk to you and he'll like let me be and vice versa for him so i think that's big on both of you because and that goes back to you frankie saying um that you have to sometimes be selfish and Emily, you have to be selfish enough to say 
I don't feel my best. Yeah. And I think even if you're in, not in a relationship, I think you should tell your friends like, oh, you're having a party today, but I, I, I just don't feel like being around people. Yeah. And I can't get out of this funk. I need to sit in this funk for a little bit. And that's what, that's what I do when I'm like overwhelmed. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sit in it and kind of be sad for a day. And then I know it's going to get better. Um, but there's a balance too. Yeah, there's a big balance where sometimes you do, you have to like look at yourself and be like, you know what? I have to get up. I have to get out there. Like, it's going to make me feel better. And again, this this goes back to the relationships that you have, like in your circle. Like maybe you don't want to talk to Francis one day, but you want to talk to someone else. Yeah. Or you don't want to talk to anyone else, just Francis. Um, you definitely have to do some like inner work and find that, that, uh, that balance. Um, and um, we don't get upset at one another if francis doesn't want to talk to me i don't go like well what the heck babe like why don't you want to talk to me i'm your wife you know what i mean Uh like it's not it's not go talk to your other bitch yeah go talk to your sancha (laughs) yeah i don't (laughs) talk to your sancha (laughs) yeah so yeah being being having that communication but also being really understanding and if you mess up like when i said it's not a big deal also saying i'm sorry was huge like i said you know what like I'm sorry. I like went to go get him food and I was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. I did not mean to say that. I'm sorry that I made you feel shitty about it. Like I was wrong. So really kind of just like bringing, um, what's the word when you, um, help me out here. Self-realization. No, when you surrender oh, to okay. you, your partner, yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people make the mistake of wanting to always be right or fix everything. Right. That's hard. Yeah. You want anything or chilling? <laughs> um, I had, and I, I've actually been called out for this. I've, I think maybe by you, no, I don't know, but I've, <laughs> maybe I, I talk, yeah, I talk about exes a lot. I believe that like exes have. I guess after it's over, you kind of have to think like, oh, what did I learn from that? Was it good? Was it bad? Um, <clears throat> bad. And um, <laughs> dude, my voice keeps cracking. It's so annoying. Um, and I kind of bring up whenever like a topic like this comes up, I talk about um, exes. And I remember one time, and I don't know if this was my pride or what it was, but I remember her saying like, oh, I've had my doubts. You know, I've had doubts. When, when we first started, I had doubts. And I remember that hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, what like i i haven't like what the heck like yeah it's been hard but i never think like do i really want to be in this because as soon as i think that i think i don't want to be in this because i'm thinking that way have you guys ever had that moment of like doubt of just like uh, i don't really i don't know about this you're like unsure and kind of you think you want to go separate ways oh man he's trying to tear us apart (laughs) no i i think obviously at this point not anymore Maybe at the beginning of the relationship when we first started talking because we had a we have a very interesting story, um, but that's that's we got time. Nah, Do we? we got time. No, no, no. We're at uh, fifty-seven <laughs> minutes. We got like twenty <laughs> minutes. We're good. Go for it. Um, it's up. To, I mean, it's up to you. You could ex- you could talk about it. <laughs> you could watch our. You could link to our relationship <laughs> vlog and you guys could listen to that. You guys story. got a relationship vlog? Yeah. Oh, we, dude, it's, I'll put that in the It's show. old. Yeah, it's old. Tried. Um, but she she did well. She did well with it. I mean, I'm sure we'll pick it back up once things start slowing down a little bit. But she did well with it. I'll link it. Yeah. yeah. I'll look into the show notes. To the story. Yeah. Somewhere up there. But um, I don't do that, but yeah. 
whatever. Anyway, doubts. <laughs> I think earlier in the relationship, but as the relationship went by, those doubts kind of faded away because after, like I said earlier, going through those tougher times, you kind of grow through that and grow together. So not anymore, but early in the relationship, it was kind of like, oh man, like I'm, I'm still young. Like I could do whatever I want. Do I really want to do this? Um, but now that as things, time has gone by and we've proven ourselves to each other, I think we've earned that trust to not doubt each other anymore. I have a different story. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Um, No, that's not it. (laughs) Um, No. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, like, I I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't talk about this story because I feel like it affected you so much. Well, that's your story to tell, not mine. That's your business. (laughs) T. Oh, boy. Um, Are we going to keep the listeners hungry for this or uh, yeah no i'll, I'll tell it so yes. when Jeez, francis man. went to training right yeah, you came back yeah you came back and um we didn't know if he was going to come back this is when we didn't know and i remember already being mentally prepared to break up and i was just like yeah like i mean i'm gonna miss him like i'm gonna be sad but like i'm strong and like i can do it uh-huh. um and then he told me that he was gonna come back and I was super excited. And my like Beneha Yo, I went and I was like, Oh, babe, I feel like I need to talk to you about something. Like I was like mentally prepared to like not be with you anymore. I'm on the edge of my seat right now, yeah. huh? Continue. And I I we were in Oceanside. We were like sitting on the bridge, like super romantic, but I and I like swerved and I hit him with the oh, like, have you ever thought about seeing other people? (laughs) And it was just so bad because I just remember that was not what I wanted, but because I was so insecure with, like, the military tearing us apart, like, how easily it was that I was already in a state where I was thinking, okay, I have to be able to be without Francis and be okay. So... I asked him that question because I was curious. I mean, we were curious. We were already dating. We were six years in or seven years. No, five years in. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And we weren't with, you know, we we didn't have anybody else in our lives. Like, yeah, I have an ex and he has exes, whatever. But it was nothing compared to like what our relationship was now. And... So, yeah, and I just remember, like, Francis being super bummed out and was like, what the heck? Why would you even say that? Like, I've never considered other Damn. people. Yeah, it was super shitty. Um, but I totally regret And I just remember, like, that same night. I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean that. Like, he's like, no, I can't trust you and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I... And I was, was kind of like, hoping that you cheated or something. But no, no, no. You know. Yeah, I know. It wasn't, I guess it wasn't <laughs> yeah, that so juicy. Up, I'm a faithful man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he was just like, yeah, he was like, now, like, I, like, yeah, like, it was just, it was, you know, it was college and I was with, you know, college friends and doing college things. Yeah. So, um, that's a kick in the gut, though. Yeah, it yeah. definitely put a, a dent in that, in that part of so our relationship. It, yeah. So you felt like what I felt where it was like, she pretty much is saying, like, I, I mean, I'm having doubts because of your line of work, right? Yeah. Damn. How, did that, how did that feel? That was tough. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. That was tough. I didn't see it coming. And even if she did feel that way, it's like, oh, yeah, 
there was a part of me that understood like being in the military puts a lot of emotional stress not on me but on her too um but at the same time it's like i put i worked my ass off in that training to to get number one in my class and then i come back and then to hear that was kind of yeah, like, dude, rough. I literally came, like I could have got stationed in Italy, I could have got stationed in Japan, but I chose to go back to you to San Diego. And then for you to tell me that, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> why, why would you say that when, when I, I'm here, I'm home. And maybe if you were thinking about that before, like I understood that now, but like, why are you still thinking about it? So, yeah. But, but I think but maybe I, she, and she told me, she's like, I wasn't trying to communicate it that way. I was trying to say is like, as if before. But, but I was seeing it as in the moment of like, are, are we still try? Or would you try to see somebody else right now? And I was like, no, I'm I'm home. Like I came back for you. I'm not trying to waste all this effort and energy to come back home to you to see somebody else. Yeah. So, so Annalie, you kind of were thinking like, have you thought in the past yes. of being with? Okay, that's really not that bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But in the moment, it's the way you. Yeah, is the, is the way like, she presented it. So bad. Yeah, it was. It was a total miscommunication. Which comes back to language, words. Yeah. They are. Yes, they're powerful. I, <laughs> yeah, they I are. will. Yeah, I will say though, um, just because we're kind of talking more present. Uh, whenever we get into like big fights not that we get into big fights but i'm like what if he wants to divorce me like what if he... <laughs> so if i have those doubts every now and then <laughs> i just consult with felix and ask him what i should do should i divorce and I say her? get a divorce i'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm, I'm just kidding <laughs> that's terrible um yeah annalee you had a little list of uh of things that you wanted to bring yeah here do you remember what while she pulls that up uh, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back in a second thanks alright ladies and gentlemen we're back um, so Annalie pulled up these kind of topics um, whenever I have a, a, a guest or guests oh my light just turned off uh, whenever I have guests who kind of have ideas that they want to bring on I allow them to and usually they write them down so go for it yeah, I didn't write them down. I, this was just, this was my pitch. Okay. So I'm just going to read you my pitch. Let's read the pitch. Um, I, we, we talked a lot about, or we talked a lot. We talked about these already. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, <laughs> I said, Francis and I can talk about marriage, sex, and the important, importance of maintaining intimacy within Stop. a long-term relationship. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry, mom and dad. Stop. <laughs> okay. I want to talk. I don't necessarily want to talk about like doing the dirty, but I want to talk about um, now that you refreshed yeah. that and that's what people want to hear. Um, hold on. Okay. I want to make sure it syncs up. Um, I want to talk about, uh, and you always hear about like, oh, you know, the passion just wasn't there after people mm. get like divorced. Mm -hmm. How do you... I guess keep that because and we talked about this before sex is is sex is actually a big thing in a relationship Huge. it's important it's important to be emotionally compatible sexually compatible uh all that stuff compatibility has a lot of layers to it it's like that onion um how do you guys keep it spicy <laughs> or passionate whatever you want to say oh francis I mean, obviously, anybody Nudes. can tell you to oh, change up your positions, your stroke patterns, your <laughs> rhythms, your intensity, this and that. 
but your stroke pattern. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go go watch a go watch a, a sex channel or something if you want to get all that stuff. But I think like just taking time away from sex and coming back to it in itself simply is enough. Like okay. if we're so busy, we're caught up in the grind. It's been a few days that has passed by, and then we do it. It's kind of like that Chick Fil A sandwich I told you about before. Um, now, if you're doing it every day and you want to change it up, you're you're an adult. If you're old enough to have sex, figure out how to spice it up yourself. Use your own toys or whatever you want to provide for yourself. That makes it cool <laughs> for you. Um, but it, but but I mean, yeah, they have different. Uh, yeah, you could you could do your research as far as that. In my in my opinion, if Ali has anything to, to top on that, I'm sure oh. she will say so. That's such a guy answer. Yeah, dude. it's super guy answer. Stranger strokes, dude. Um, <laughs> That's good though. I'm I was gonna say because Brent said, uh, like, kind of giving yourself that distance from it, right? Uh, which works, yeah. Like Even that when we had our first time doing it after deployment. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, but now that we're married and we're living together, right? My answer would be having. Or being intimate, because I feel like having saying having sex is just like, like everybody gets all like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sex. we're gonna say uh, being intimate. Being intimate because isn't... there are so many different forms of it. Right. Right. Oh. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you don't have Mike. <laughs> um, remaining intimate during a long-term relationship is important because that's I feel like that's how you stay connected like yeah go have a date at the beach or you know do that quality time stuff and like give each other your each other's love languages but there are times when francis and i or francis wants to have sex and i don't but i still have sex with him because that's what he wants and vice versa you know what i mean but like but it really is like that's the truth like you have to be able to like i hear women and I've even heard men, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I don't want to, or I'm just, like, not in the mood. And I totally get that. Like, I totally get when you're not in the mood, like, you're tired and Got you're just, headache. yeah, you just, like, you're just not in it. Um, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you have a headache and you're actually cheating. <laughs> At, um, my At my ex. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, well. I'm moving on. Yeah, keep, keep going. <laughs> uh yeah doing so just kind of like sucking it up not pun intended <laughs> oh <laughs> just like sucking up be like yeah like let's My do gosh. it like if that's what you want Best like <laughs> i know i'm so sorry <laughs> this is awesome yeah. Everyone, this is why she was watching what she uh, going was going to say. Oh my god, I'm I'm literally like red. Very inappropriate. <laughs> I am I am uncomfortable, uh, but go ahead, <laughs> keep going. That's just not how I meant it. Please don't put this on the so, podcast. <laughs> Annalise said, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, like... Get a straw. Keep Woo. going, keep going. Take one for the team. I, <laughs> I feel like this conversation needs to... So hold on, let me let me reel yeah, it let's, back real quick. Let let's me do reel this again. Back. Yeah, let me reel it back. Um, I said that way too many times, and... You're saying just kind of because I'm thinking back at at Jessica, who was like, sometimes I don't want to have sex and I can say, I don't want to have sex. And boom, Mm -hmm. that's it. Not that I'm comparing you guys. Obviously, Mm -hmm. everyone's different. Mm -hmm. But when you say, 
I mean, I'll just do it for him is, is, it's like uh, opposite. It's like, I want to have sex. Okay. Yeah. So like so if he saying, wants, I don't want to have sex, but the other one's saying, I want to have sex. So then you give it up to the other person. So it can't always be, I don't want to have sex. So what I say goes. Oh, well, it's gone really fine. I had Mike too. <laughs> um, so okay, I'm so lost now. So giving it up. What do you mean by that? Um, I guess I didn't really mean like giving it up because I do. <laughs> I like meant it. I don't. You believe in consent? Let's. Yeah. Put okay. That out there. Please don't say that I'm like you know we rape each other because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny unless you want. <laughs> anyway well she is your property because she's your wife but um <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm kidding please don't cancel me and if you do then that's totally fine do it early on in my career so i can bounce back later um do you want to move on um no i really want to talk about this topic because it's important and i actually care about this topic um what i wanted to say was friends is like i totally don't even want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> that podcast they listen to now they um no i do want to touch on that because because i do remember just saying um her saying what you said she was like oh if i say i don't want to have sex then like that's it i don't she says she it. feels empowered by saying oh you know what sometimes i don't want to have sex or sometimes i do want to have sex right which is cool yeah which is totally cool I guess the way in the way that I meant it was for me, I just rather please my partner. Yeah, it's like, you know, I have times where I'm just like, no, I don't want to. And there are times where I say, no, I don't want to. And, you know, we don't do it. Right. Don't get me wrong. But if that's what Francis wants and he, you know, it's what's going to make him feel better or he's having a really crappy day and he just needs, you know, sex, then it's like, yeah, yeah, he needs some love. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, let me please you. You know what I mean? Just because it's like, that's what intimate, like the intimacy in in a marriage, like that's what it should consist of. Like you guys are partners. You guys are married. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're not married, you're just in a relationship. You guys are committed to each other. Like, that's also part of the relationship. Okay. I think this is too, this is too much for Felix. Dude, I'm so mature. Felix is nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little no, nervous. No, but she's right. It can't be always what that one person says. If that one person doesn't want to do it or does want to do it, it's at the command of that one person. Right. I, I think what Annalie, or my, my take of what Annalie's saying is like, you know, if that one person doesn't want to do it, it's like, how many times is that one person not going to want to do it that the other person is not going to get it? So when is that other person going to do the other person? Is, when, <laughs> when, when, is, when is the one who doesn't want it going to give it up for the person who doesn't, who does want it? Okay, can I try to clarify now? Yes. So it's okay. like, okay. So what I think you guys are saying is that, okay. First of all, before anything, before anyone gets all offended, consent is very important. Yes. Now, I think what Annalie and Frankie are trying to say is uh, sometimes you have to get out of that in order because you want to please that other person. (laughs) Because if you keep saying no, 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 then that is kind of repetitive. And then the other person doesn't ask for it. And then let's say Annalie keeps saying no, 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 no. Like, I'm, you know, then you start losing that intimacy, that sexual intimacy. So then Frankie is like, all right, well, I'm not going to ask for it anymore because you're always saying no. 
So then, no, thank you. Uh, so then if Annalie one day is like, well, let's do it. Then Frankie is like, oh, now you want to do it? Yeah. No. Yes. That then builds. I've actually been in a situation like this, but then that builds resentment where you're just kind of like, um, or let's say Annalie shows up drunk one day and is like, yeah, let's freaking do it. <laughs> then Frankie's like, oh, so you're drunk and now you want to do it? Then that that puts other kind of like, that kind of strains the relationship in that intimacy uh, portion, I think is the word. Yeah. Uh, because you have so many times saying no, 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 no. And that's the importance of intimacy and saying yes and sometimes just going with the flow. Yeah, right? Yeah, I was I was gonna add it's it's almost as if like you're you're I'm building or we build that trust with each other in the intimacy portion right. of it. Um where I trust that Francis would you know is going to want to take care of me and he trusts that I'm gonna take care of him. So. Yeah. Nailed it. Okay. Uh <laughs> did you have anything <laughs> that really went off the rails, yeah, huh? Oh my God. Yeah, I don't wanna keep repeating ourselves here. No, yeah, I I think, yeah, it's kind of hard to be in the situation and then talk about it without like offending people, right? Because people are always going to twist things and be like, oh, yeah. "Well, Frankie forces himself on her," or opposite, um, which I can see Annalie forcing himself, but uh, <laughs> that's a different the different discussion. Um, yeah, uh, and it kind of sucks that we have to like really Clarify. like wait, 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 wait. You know what I mean? Stop yeah. getting so offended. Next. Yeah, our society is kind of sensitive <laughs> but let's not talk anyway, about that anyway um i wanted to talk about resolving conflict in a healthy way Ooh. because i think that's super important too like knowing each other's argument styles just how there are love languages there are also argument styles how do you so, guys argue uh we hit each other and <laughs> just kidding <laughs> it's very violent uh, there's a lot of blood not each other she's just <laughs> Frankie's calling out for for help. How do you how so? Let me phrase oh, this in a way. Put the pressure on me. Yeah. Oh, I can answer. What? Because we've all heard pick your battles. Oh yeah. Is that really a healthy way, in your opinion, to do things? Is to pick your battles, or because I've mm. been in situations where I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick my battles, but I don't want to fight. So then everything kind of. I have this like backlog of like, okay, I didn't pick this battle. I didn't pick this battle. I didn't pick this battle. And then it kind of, same thing with the books, man, with the books, you're kind of, those arguments stack up and you're just like, I didn't pick this one, but I'm going to pick this one. And I'm going to bring up all this stuff that you did. Like, you know what I mean? So in your opinion, does picking your battles actually work or how do you kind of do that? You just got to ask yourself, how how important is this really to you? Like, I, I don't think there's, I think it just depends. Um, you just have to rate the way, weigh the pros and cons of what you guys are arguing about and decide if that's something you want to do. And sometimes it has to be in a split second. Sometimes it has to be quicker. You have to be quick to pick that battle or quick to hold them or quick to fold them. And it's tough. And not every time you're going to get it right. And you're going to have to be able to deal with that decision you made at the end of the day. Sometimes you won't be right. And you'll have to manage that. Um, I think Annalie will be able to better spe- specifically communicate this one. Oh, she's ready. No, sorry. <laughs> I just like, <clears throat> I just like burped go. and making sure that I don't have any leftover. And sorry, TMI. <laughs> 
Um, okay, answer the question. <laughs> Ew. Um, yeah, I, I, I vouch for picking battles because, but I, in, <laughs> to a certain extent, because there have been times and I've made the mistake of holding something in for too long and we'll be in bed like 12 o'clock at night and yep. Francis goes, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, <laughs> well, it's funny that you asked because literally, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, which, yeah, we don't do that anymore. At least Good. try not to do that anymore. But like picking your battles, like if Francis leaves his shoes somewhere which he doesn't it's usually me that leaves my shoes my shoes everywhere but if he leaves the toilet seat up all the time or like i like to leave my hair in the shower um if like it bothers you that much say something about it but if not then put the seat down yourself and you know let let it go like it's little stuff like that um and that's more of like when you're living together but you know you guys get what i'm trying to say the little stuff however when you get to the big stuff um, is where I kind of want to get into because I was talking to a friend who... What's her name? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm going to keep it private just in case they listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so she was telling me about her and her boyfriend just like got into a fight and she don't, they don't live together. They've been together for a while now, but he likes his space right right so he likes to just kind of like get time to himself be away doesn't want to be bothered and she's very much i need to, like i not that she wants to resolve it right there and then but she almost needs that reassurance of he's not gonna leave me right so i told her whenever you guys talk you need to remind him that you understand that he needs his space and that's totally fine if it takes a day if it takes three days whatever the how many how long he needs however he also needs to say hey i don't feel good i want to just be alone but i love you and i'll talk to you later so communicating being having that type of communication even when you guys are mad at each other because there have been times where Francis and I fight and I'm just like, I'm going to yell at him and I'm going to be like, well, you know what? Well, you know, just get angry. Right. And in that split second, you have to be able to say to yourself, no, I can't get mad. Adding fire to the fire isn't going to help. Like, let me calm myself down or let me try to not be angry because of the way he's talking to me or yeah i, f I feel like i'm just kind of like blabbing now but <laughs> <laughs> i think you yeah. i mean you nailed it no yeah i, th I thought that was good yeah. there's the big things and the small things mm -hmm. you have to be able to recognize the small things and pick your battles and and fold it and then be able to recognize the big things and execute and be able to properly communicate in a, a proper tone um with those big things yeah, tone is huge when yeah. you're arguing. Yeah, I think... It's not like, what you say, it's how you say it sometimes. Exactly. Language also goes with... And I've been saying this before and I've said it in other episodes. Language, words, the way you say them. Uh, for example, like you were saying if they leave their shoes wherever or mm. whatever. Or if Frankie went up to you and went, 
oh my god how many times have i told you about the damn shoes <laughs> then of course you're gonna get uh, upset d- upset defensive yeah. but if you say you know i i i'm sorry i know this is tiny but i i do not like when you leave your shoes there right then you'll be like oh shoot that really bugs them you know mm-hmm. but then uh, no, also, still too much man too much too much hey babe um i picked your shoes up please no uh <laughs> i yeah because i've 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 been in those situations where I'm just kind of like, it's those little <laughs> things that definitely add up and you kind of have to nip it in the bud where you're just kind of like, Ooh, I don't, you know, I know this is small. It's just me. I'm sure. But I, you know, this kind of upsets me when you do this. And if you say it like that, then it's like, you're not attacking them. You're kind of making it about yourself. And it's like, and it's not even like mind tricks. It's just, it's being a good person. Because the other person's not going to get like defensive and be like, well, you know what? You blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. I think if if you talk to your partner in a way where you're just talking to them, you can be mad, but that doesn't mean that you have to yell at them right. or give them a sassy response. And we're all guilty of it. We've all done it. I've done it. Francis has done it. But really learning during an argument or when you do have arguments how to talk to each other because there have been times where i'm sure people have broken up because well he talked to me this way when or like this is how he acted if he this is how he's gonna act then i don't want to be with him or if this is how she's gonna be then i'd rather just like let her go and i think that's why it's also so easy to leave a relationship when it gets hard because people think, oh, relationships should always be, you know, easy. Like, it should be easy, but it's not. And that's another thing. Another reason why friends and I have been together for so long is that we're both understanding of times when they do get really tough. And because we want to be with each other, yeah, but we're also, like, able to come together and legit sit down and be like, okay, why did we fight? This is what this is what we fought fought about. Um, what can we do better next time? And also attacking the problem together rather than attacking it like I'm attacking him or he's attacking me. Right. So doing it together rather than like separate. Does that make sense? No, that makes yeah. sense a hundred percent. I mean taking on it on as a team. Um do you have anything else on your list that you really want to touch on? Or did we I, hit everything? I think, no, I think we got everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you hear like a little buzzing in the back, um, they're doing some vacuuming. Today's actually Labor Day. Labor Day. We are uh, recording on Labor Day and there's no one really in the, in the at Local Hub. So they're doing their cleaning today. Um, so please don't come at me. <laughs> there was a buzzing in the back. Um <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, I really want to thank you guys for coming on and being petty. Su- I know, super petty. Um, I really want to thank you guys for coming on here and kind of being vulnerable for anyone else that kind of has been in your situation or is like military family and all that stuff. So, thank you for having us, Felix. <laughs> thanks, Annalie. Frankie, say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was it was a pleasure. Thanks for inviting us to be on your show. On This Life, a podcast by My Archimedia. Where can, uh, do you guys have like socials where you want people to follow you? Or, Annalie, you started <laughs> something pretty dope. Uh, yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm a self starter myself, and I think this is, this is pretty fantastic. Um, Annalie, talk about your new venture. 
Yeah, so I just started a picnic business. Woo! Woo. Super fun, yeah. Talk about it. Um, so it's basically, it's as simple as it sounds. You book me and you choose a location. Uh, you get two hours to just enjoy a sweet picnic. So I go and I set it up for you. There's, you know, charcuterie board and then I clean it up after you want, like after you leave. So it's super simple. Um, obviously it's nice and cute and Instagram worthy and the styling is cute. So that's kind of my thing. I'm, I'm a pretty creative person and I've always kind of wanted to find something that, um, I can, I guess like business or make money if that's what you want to say, but, uh, do something that I love is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, uh, my Instagram is picnicked. So it's P-I-C-N-I-C-K-E-D underscore picnicked. Picnic at picnicked at underscore. Picnicked. That's your yeah. Instagram? Yes. Um, I'm going to vouch for it and say it's it's actually pretty dope. And I actually love that like you pretty much, it's pretty much like a, a, like a restaurant experience. Not yeah. exactly a restaurant experience, mm-hmm. but like you're kind of, you have the charcuterie. I love cheese boards. For those of you that don't know, charcuterie boards are actually cheese boards. Um, and for someone to just like, Set it up. I show up. I eat. I eat my face off. Leave. I don't have to clean anything up. That's dope. I love that. Yeah. So. Yeah. My friend, one of my uh, good friends just proposed to his girlfriend. Ooh, yeah. It was super cute. Me. It's on my Instagram if you want to see the pictures. There you go. At picnicked underscore. Where can people find you? At the naval base? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, I'm, I've been taking a break from social media for a while. Um, the Navy's just been overwhelming me a lot. But um, at BTS TV Media, no, I'm just fine. plug it. Dude. No, plug if, it. if you if, they do if, some good work. If this guy, if if we can get fifty likes on this episode, maybe I'll come back on Instagram at Photos Day Frankie. <laughs> yeah, you can see all this. So yeah, like the this. sweet pics that I have on there. Like it on on what Instagram or like this YouTube video. YouTube. Yeah. Watch the YouTube video. Hopefully, it's up on time because I'm really bad at that. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us. This was This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. Uh, I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. You can find me at Mallorca Media. Um, Yeah, show me love, baby. Peace. Dude, I'm faded. Are you really? Are you actually? When they were talking, I was like, oh, shit. Mike is hot, dude. Dude, no wonder he stopped talking. I was like, oh, Francis. Oh, my god. I love it, though. I'm faded. You're not saying that, right?